Welcome back to the One Man Ride Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Ward. Came in with a little uh, rush, a little tribute to uh, an idol of mine, Neil Peart, the drummer for Rush who just passed away this past week. Thought I'd throw a little musical shout-out to him. Um, the first album I ever had as that I got as a present in sixth grade was Moving Pictures, which featured that song, Tom Sawyer. Uh, I played drums, and Neil Peart was a guy you tried to be. Uh, he was a master of the drums. He was a master. Um, but halfway through his career, he decided to switch his uh, hand grip. He was a mat. He played matchstick, matched hands, which was you know you hold both your your uh, sticks evenly in the same hands and then halfway through his career he decided he wanted to get better and he went to a traditional grip which is you holding your left hand the stick sort of upside down it's what you see from like marching bands and whatever um but that's a guy who just wanted to get better he was at the top of his game but he was never satisfied and wanted to get better so that brings me to what this episode will be about. It will be about box lacrosse. Uh, I think box lacrosse is um, something that is, on its own, it's a great sport. On its own, it's fun to watch. It's fast, exciting, it's physical, uh, it's much smaller, less players, um, and you have to have a different skill set. It's not just playing lacrosse in a small space it's it's a it's a different game same sport different game um but as i've watched box over the last few years um i i see the difference it makes for field players and again as i'm a person who cares mostly about the midwest and advancing the sport in the midwest becoming a player nationally in the sport of the sport in the midwest to compete with the hotbeds. Uh, I totally believe that the direction has to be through box lacrosse. I don't think we are going to catch the Long Islands um, and the Maryland's at the East Coast by continuing just playing field. I think we need a, a something to use to be more involved in it. And I do believe that's box lacrosse. Now, uh, I was just at, <clears throat> this past weekend, I was at uh, the Battle of the Barn tournament in Fort Wayne, Indiana. It was a box, box tournament. Uh, it had young kids and up to high school. So uh, at, it was put on by Bear, Pass, Bear, uh, Bear Paul Lacrosse. I want to let them know that we, uh, I, I want to give them the proper due. So the teams that were there for the high school, because again, I'm concentrating mostly on high school. Uh, Culver was there. Culver came with two teams. Culver Prep came with two teams. They played with their juniors and seniors on one team, <clears throat> freshmen and sophomore on the other. Then there was Resolute from Central Ohio or all of Ohio, L4 from the Louisville area, uh, G7A, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> was also uh, <clears throat> Central Ohio Team Minnesota um, who came down to play 
from what I was told, this was their first box tournament. They haven't really played box a lot. But to come down and jump in, that, that's all. That's what it's all about. And then uh, True Indiana came. Uh, just a quick note. I, I watched the A and the B brackets. Um, and the play was very encouraging. I was very pleasantly surprised. I knew in the A bracket it would be sharp. I had no question it would be sharp. I thought in the B bracket it might be the ball was being dropped. It was like you were, you were just trying to play it. Uh, totally not the case. Uh, I was very pleased. I loving, love the passing, love the movement. Again, these were kids who were playing box. They weren't just playing. <clears throat> um, they weren't just playing lacrosse in inside. So, with that being said, I'll tell you a little bit about the the tournament. Um, I've seen Resolute. I've seen L four. I've seen G seven A play box. Um, they're they're good. They're very good. Resolute, I think, is the leader of the box evolution in the Midwest. I'm sure some people might disagree, but this is my thought, and I, I think I'm probably right. Uh, L4 is doing it awesome in Louisville. Um, again, people look down their nose at Louisville and think, oh, that's the South. They, how could they be good? Well, you're doing the same thing people in the East Coast do about the Midwest. L4's team is a, gr a great team and a great program. They're doing it the right way. Don't go and play Louisville teams thinking you're going to be uh, steamrolling them because you might get punched in the mouth. Uh, and then G7A doing it as well. I mean, so it's, it was great to see. I mean, th this was a smaller tournament, so it didn't have all this, didn't have a huge contingent of teams, which there will be a bigger tournament that I'm going to at Resolute in two weeks the wild card here was culver now we all know if we follow lacrosse the midwest that culver has a lot of canadian players and their players are all good they are really special to watch i enjoy watching culver i believe it's a treat every time i watch them because it's seeing lacrosse at its best well run just everything is precision they it's just a it's just a great uh, program to watch but I've never seen him play box lacrosse um, and again I don't know I mean besides the, there's the Canadian contingent there I don't know how many of the kids played box regularly uh, so I wanted to see them go up against uh, the players who are experienced with box and the Culver one team let's call it the seniors and juniors first played against Resolute. And there was the, the whole crowd was against the glass watching this one. It was it was great to watch. I, the the end of the game ended up being 10 to 9 Culver winning. This is Culver again. This is the number 1 team in the country. And Resolute is a box program from Ohio, which again, people who are in the East Coast might say Ohio that's not real across. They took them to 10 to 9. It was an unbelievable game. It was so fun to watch. I wish it was on TV. I wish people could watch it. Um, that was my favorite moment of the weekend, just the intensity. The intensity of the – I know Resolute wanted to go out there and beat Culver. Who doesn't want to beat Culver 
it's a, it's a it's a feather in your cap for the rest of your life. We beat Culver. They get the best from everybody. Culver gets the best. Play Culver. Please play Culver. You give them your best because they're going to come and show you what's, what it's about. If you could beat them, wonderful. I, I, again, I, I bristle when people complain about Culver. I, I'm like, why wouldn't you want to play the best at all the time? Why wouldn't you want to compare yourself to the best? Why wouldn't you want to see where you stack up? Uh, it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, the rest of the weekend, watching Resolute battle with L4 and G7A, seeing Team Minnesota, a new team, uh, go at it, and they're seeing some really talented players on that team, talking to a lot of people, parents from Team Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota will be a player. Again, I- I'm telling you, watch out for the state of Minnesota. We don't get to see them enough here in the Midwest. But but box could be a thing that, that – will bring the Minnesota teams down more to these tournaments where you can see them again. True Indiana, I will say this. I was skeptical to see how they would do. I couldn't have been more impressed with the play of those kids. They, I just was, I just was shocked. I was very, very, I was happy because, of course, I'm living in Indiana now. Uh, I was very happy to see that play. It, it gave me a little pride saying this is a program, this is a team. We have players here that are on the rise. So uh, that is, and then the Culver and then the Culver 2 team uh, was the freshman and sophomore. Now they they beat, they lost to L4 in their first game in a shootout. They beat Resolute pretty well, which is, I mean, it was a little, I mean, again, these are Culver kids, but it was it was shocking. I, I thought, to me, it was shocking. Um, because the di- just seeing the difference inside, I mean, the physicality difference between the young kids and the older kids, it's really stark. And just to see the talents of the kids from uh, Culver, the young kids from Culver, is just, it's, it's just fa- it's great, and here's all I had to say. As I said this to a parent yesterday, if you are a guy or a or a kid or a team who will be playing Culver in the next few years, they're not getting worse. They might be getting better. I mean, you just see it; it just keeps coming. They have great players, and then you, you start seeing younger brothers of of the players. Cam Chevette, he's a uh, star of their uh, on the seniors uh, as a senior. He's got a younger brother who's a freshman, Hunter, who you're going to be hearing about. Uh, so Culver 2 beat L4 in a shootout in the semifinals. Uh, almost the exact same game from the first time, except they won this time in the shootout to play Culver 1 in the championship. So it was Culver 1 and 2 in the championship game. Uh it was a. It, I don't know how seriously these guys took it. Let's say Culver won won the game. They, the scoreboard said it, but it was just fun to see the, the the guys go up against each other to see the, they could really let loose and have fun. So it was a blast. Um, and I hate picking out one kid and, and spotlighting one kid because it seems I don't know unfair to the others because everyone is so good there. I give credit to every kid who plays the sport. I give so. But one kid who just stands out, and every time I watch him, every time I see him, uh, his name is Owen Hiltz, plays for Culver, going to Syracuse. I have said I think he's the best player in the country. Um, And if you look at him, he's not a big kid, 
you know, you, you wouldn't think this is the, he's so talented with a stick. He and, and then the same thing happens every time I watch him. People who have never seen him watch and they just ooh and ah. It's literally like a show. So again, uh, there's my recap. Had a real great time. Um, just talking about box. So box lacrosse will make you better. Okay, it will make you better. It's it's that's what it's for. I mean, it's you have to make a quick decision, or quite possibly you can get your head taken off. I mean, that's simple. But you're in a smaller space. You're with less people. The ball needs to move. You need to react quicker. Um, and 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 as I'm looking it up, and I was on Resolute's <clears throat> website. They have a couple quotes from a couple different coaches. So I'm going to read those to you because I think they're important to learn in this conversation. This is from the former head coach of the University of Virginia, Dom Starja. Box lacrosse is an extremely valuable background for a young player. We need to incorporate more of the indoor skills into the field game. It is almost a requirement to have a top player with indoor experience on your roster right now. This is from the former head coach of Virginia. Knows what he's talking about. And this quote from the University of Denver head coach, Bill Tierney, who might be one of the greatest all-time coaches. He's up there. If there's a Mount Rushmore, Bill Tierney's on it. If there's a Mount Rushmore of, of college head coaches. His quote is, if I had my choice, I would have every box player under, or I would have every player under the age of 12 play box lacrosse exclusively or at least a majority of the time. The number of touches of the ball and the ability to develop better stick skills in a game of box lacrosse far surpasses what happens on a field. I'm going to say that again. The number of touches of the ball and the ability to develop better stick skills in a game of box lacrosse far surpasses what happens on a field. Learning how to pass and catch in traffic, understand how to shoot, and developing a sense of physicality are all positive traits developed by the box game. So those are two quotes from two Hall of Fame coaches, Bill Tierney and Dom Starja. I should be able to end the show right now and say there's my, there's my piece on box lacrosse. So we know box lacrosse makes you better. I'm not saying not playing box lacrosse won't get better, but when I made a comment uh, comment yesterday saying, if you're not playing box, you're not getting better, the way I'm saying it is, one of the things I've always used to say is, and, and it's a common thing, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. Because if you stay status quo and everyone around you is improving, then technically you're worse. Even if you're at the same talent, you're technically worse. So what I mean by saying you're not getting better if you're not playing box, because you're adding a whole new skill set to your game. So you're not getting better comparatively to the guys who are getting better. So comparatively, you might be getting worse. Now, the, it, yeah, it's a stark statement. It's, a, it's, it's, it's very uh, hyperbolic, but I think that's maybe the awakening I want to give to people. I want to, when parents ask me, and again, I'm an advocate for parents for this sport. That's my number one concern, parents and kids, because I'm a parent and I have a kid. And so I've been through a lot of things. I've, I've got a lot of experience. I've seen a lot of teams. I've traveled a lot of places. So parents come and ask me questions, and I want to know the best answers to give them. 
I don't always know the right answer, but I will give them my opinion on what I think. So when people come and ask me, parents come and ask me, and I get a lot of parents asking me, what do you think of this program, this program, this program, or this program? I give them my opinion of the program, and I ask them about their child. Because one program, as I've said before, might not be the best program for your child. I sort of bristle at seeing all of these travel programs everywhere. They're all like, we're the best program, the best program, the best coaches, the best. There's no such thing as the best. There's the what's best for your child. What's best for your child might not be what's best being on that team. Um, so that's one of the things, one of, uh, an important thing. But box lacrosse will make you a better player. Now, there are a few things that need to be addressed to play box. It's a different game. It needs to be properly coached. Not everyone knows how to coach box lacrosse. Um, there are there are plenty of coaches who, who, who've played, so it's not going to be for a lack of having the proper coaches. But I have seen someone saying, oh, we're playing box lacrosse, and I've gone and watched, and I said, that's not box lacrosse, and so much so that I said, this isn't box lacrosse, and if they put these kids in a box lacrosse game, they might get hurt because they're not teaching proper box technique. Um, so that's number one. The number one thing is it needs to be coached by a box coach, someone with experience. There are plenty of box coaches around who are playing box that could be part of a program. You should be playing the best teams you could play when you're playing box. I see a lot of programs who have box lacrosse teams, and I see a lot of championships. I see, you know, pictures of a championship here, championship here, but I don't see the teams in the tournaments I go to, and I usually go to some of the best tournaments. Um, playing box lacrosse in the Midwest shouldn't be about winning the championship. Those are not, actually, I never think winning a championship in travel lacrosse is that important anyway, because it's travel. You're trying to, you're paying to get your child his development in that kind of atmosphere. You're paying a coach to do that, um, to guide your child not teach them because you you have to do that on your own. But, I mean, you have to work on your own. But I, I if you've listened to me before, you know what I'm talking about when I when I believe about travel across. Uh, it's not about winning the championship. It's nice for the program to say we won this championship. It's nice for their advertising. It's nice for their wall to say this is what we do. Have no problem with that. Be proud of that. But, again, as a parent, if it's not making my kid better, I don't care how your team's doing. And that's why I say – your team could be the best, but it's not the best for my kid. If you're going out there to go win every tournament and you're not playing in the top tournaments, but you're winning all of them, that doesn't do it for me. Sorry. I, it, just, it just doesn't. My point is, is you could play the best teams at the level you are. So don't go to the top tournaments if you're just going to get blown out and beat up because that discourages play. So you have to have the, the idea of where you're at on the scale, and sometimes that might be stepping up and 
taking a beating and saying, oh, we might want to step down. There's nothing wrong with being in a B bracket and competing as opposed to being in an A bracket and getting smoked. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing. There's no shame in it at all. Actually, I, I respect a coach more who says, our team can't compete with these guys right now. I'm going to put them in a lower bracket where we compete, have fun, and grow because that's what the point is. That's what I'm paying you for. That's what we are paying you for. If you put parents and kids in situations where we're getting blown out and we're paying you money, we're going to stop paying you money. This is the warning to travel programs. We will, we're getting to the point where it's getting more sophisticated in the Midwest than if there are other options. Don't force parents to make other options. Adjust to make your customers happy. And by doing that, it's playing the best teams you can to get the best out of your players. And I've seen the difference. I've seen, I've seen the difference on the field. I have seen great high school lacrosse programs all throughout the Midwest, all on the East Coast. I have seen the best of the best. Again, I've watched Culver. I've probably seen Culver play 20 different times. Uh, I got the opportunity to go see Chaminade play, St. Anthony's play, Garden City play, West Isom play, Smithtown East or Smithtown West, uh, Ward Melville. Uh, so I, you know, I got to see a lot of the Long Island stuff. I, I, I saw the Midwest top teams, Brother Rice, DCC, Loyola, Nutrier, uh, St. Ignatius, St. X, Dublin, Kaufman. Some of you might say Dublin, Kaufman. I, what's Dublin, Kaufman? Again, in Ohio, everyone knows the teams. Outside of Ohio, everyone might not know who Dublin, Kaufman is. They might know who St. Ignatius is. They might know who St. X is. They might know who Archbishop Moeller is. They might know who Upper Arlington is. But they might not know uh, Dublin Kaufman. Well, Dublin Kaufman won the state championship last year for the state of Ohio. They won it. I think they had one, if I can remember correct. I think they had one loss. When I watched Dublin Kaufman play, A, their speed is was outrageous. I mean, they have great players. Let's I, I won't kid you and say they didn't have they had great play uh, superstars. But what what stood out to me was how they played. They played like a box team on the field. The way they moved, the way they cut, the two-man game, uh, the quickness of the movement, the quickness of the ball, everything about it was precise like they were in a small area. I come to learn that they all play box together. Um, they played a lot of them I think played for Resolute or at some point uh, and then as I went through Ohio I kept seeing that's almost a style of play that I saw from a lot of teams was a box type of style I didn't see it as much from the other Midwest programs outside of Ohio I mean, I know there are box players I know there are box players that are playing up in, in Michigan, I know you've, there's kids who play box that are at Brother Rice. It just didn't seem as prevalent to me, but again, those guys at Brother Rice were, are awesome. The, you know, the guys at uh, Detroit Catholic Central were awesome. I mean, so maybe they played box. Maybe it just stood out to me more in Ohio for some reason. I, you know, may, I, I might be wrong. That's just my opinion, but that's what I saw. So when I saw that and I thought, this is not a tradition. 
this is not a traditional blue blood team, let's say, is Dublin Coughlin. They're not a blue – they're not someone in, in when I was in Illinois that you'd hear of. You always heard of teams in the Midwest, you know, watching uh, inside lacrosse top 10 or U.S. lacrosse top 10. You never saw Dublin – you never saw Dublin Kaufman on the list very often, but you always saw, you know, there were four teams you'd see in Ohio, the couple in Minnesota – or a couple in Illinois, a couple in, in – uh, Michigan, a few in Indiana, always Culver. Um, but I see the what I see there was I saw the future. I saw I saw what the difference could be made in the Midwest. Box lacrosse could be the Midwest equalizer to put us on a footing of all the hotbeds. When I say hotbeds, I'm talking predominantly East Coast right now. But California is loaded with talent. You watch those West Coast Stars team. Now, again, they take a lot from the different areas of the West Coast. But those West Coast Stars teams are loaded. Texas, loaded. The South, Atlanta, Florida, loaded. All the states that have the great um, athletes. You see here When you see basketball players and football players coming out of these certain states, there's your best athletes. It's just a matter of getting the lacrosse in in those communities well it's picking up you're watching texas you watch the kids from texas you watch the kids from the the west coast you watch the kids from the south they're right there i i hate saying that they're passing up the midwest but they're getting more attention than the midwest that i can tell you as a fact the midwest does get overlooked you have to pound and scream and bang and get your videos out there to get looked at even if you're on the best team, it's still, comparatively, I think we're behind. What do I think box could do? The athleticism that comes from the Midwest, the states with all the football and basketball and hockey, uh, I, I won't throw baseball in there because usually you're not playing lacrosse if you're playing baseball. Um, soccer. The Midwest is no slouch. Illinois, Michigan, Ohio, think football. I mean, think football. It's just crazy. Minnesota, Wisconsin. Look at their football programs. Look at the Big Ten. Look, you know, they're all getting their Midwest kids. Nebraska, look at the corn-fed kids that I like to say, the corn-fed big boys. You start putting deep holes in their hands. You start teaching these kids how to make moves. They're bigger, stronger, and faster. It's a fact. I'm sorry. We could be a, a, a major player on the on the college scene and the growing the game, uh, but it's going to take more than just going out on the field, and that's where box lacrosse could be the equalizer. When you go and talk to as many coaches of college coaches as I do, or program coaches that I talk to on the East Coast. They always love to say about the Midwest, great athletes, great. Ah, you guys got a lot of great athletes. The athleticism is great. They never talk about the stick skills. They never do. It's almost like it's an insult without being insulted. Like, oh, it's a great athlete. They don't say, oh, he's a great lacrosse player. Again, there are great lacrosse players. On the whole, I'm talking. This is a whole. I'm talking as a region. They always say, great athletes, great athletes. Well, 
I think the way to end that is box. I think as a region, as the travel teams that we have here, the travel programs that are getting paid by the parents, I think it's up to parents to demand box. I think it's up to parents to say to these programs, we don't want to go out east four times a summer. Even though that's where the the recruitment might come in, that's not at every tournament. I have seen tournaments out east where they say there are 30, 40 uh, coaches, and they're not there. So not all East Coast tournaments are the same. But if you can cut off two of those and start playing box in July, start paying, playing box in August, um, bring it into the winter. I know this in the Midwest. We have a lot of facilities throughout the Midwest because we have such garbage weather. And these soccer programs have giant, giant fields, indoor fields. It might be time to see if we can get that. And again, I know there are programs doing this now. I'm just saying this for every program. But I think if if the programs start uh, heading towards that, the box way, doing it, like making that, let's, let's embrace box, Let's make box ours, Midwest, ours. Whenever you hear can talk, people talking about Canadians, they're always saying, well, they all just play box. They're all box players. What their skills, they're all box. They're all box. I would love to see that at some point being, oh, those Midwest kids, they're all box players. Why wouldn't that be? Why aren't we demanding that? Why aren't we saying that? I know a lot of us as parents want our kids to go on and play college. It's very difficult to play college. Um, if you haven't seen the top players in this country it might shock you it might scare you and go oh we do not stack up because we don't now we do have awesome players we just don't have the number of awesome players so if you think this I'm thinking if I look back on my notes I'm thinking let's just say there's 600 teams in the Midwest there's probably more because I think there's a hundred and something each in Ohio and Michigan, but let's just say 600 teams. Let's say 500 teams. Odds are if you aren't the best kid on your program, the best in your high school, you're not going to go Division One. Now, there are a handful of teams in the Midwest. There are literally a handful that will have more than one D1 kid. So that wipes out another thing. So there are parents who I... I I don't want to temper anybody and tell anyone they can't. I just want them to be more realistic. If you're if you're not playing the these top teams and you're not the best kid on the team, I always say, well, you know, there's Division Two, there's Division Three, there's NAIA, there's Junior College, there's MCLA, uh, which again is not a bad. Let's go to a big college. Let's go to an SEC school and play lacrosse. You know, they got a ton of people watching the game. It's fun. It's an easier way of life for the kids as opposed to being a Division One lacrosse player, which is very difficult. But if we want, as a whole, to raise the level of the Midwest, I believe we embrace box. This isn't the first time I've said it. This is the first time I'm saying it now on my podcast. Uh, you might disagree. Fine. That's fine. All I know is this. My son is a junior in high school. Uh, he's been injured. He hasn't been able to play box. College, I don't 
you know, if he wants to play, he could find somewhere to play. Again, I've told the story of my son. It's about he and I and the bonding we had as a father and son. Wherever he decides to do, wherever he decides to go, whatever he decides to do, that's fine with me. If I had a sixth grade boy right now, or a sixth grade girl for that matter, who was interested in the sport, it would be all about box. If I can start over again, it would all it would be all about box. I wonder to myself, was I uh, did I shortchange my son by not looking into this earlier? I mean, I didn't. He had all the experience he wanted. He had a great time. That's the the the, the bottom line is he had a great time. But to some parents, they want the college. They want Division One, and some kids want the college and they want division one they really want it there are kids who i know that have been saying it since they were 11 years old they want to play division one they've worked for it i know kids who have said it when they were 11 and they are going division one that's awesome i think from that time when they were 11 if we were playing box lacrosse with those kids for all that time who are now kids who are already in college seniors juniors Sophomores in college, freshmen in college, seniors in high school, juniors in high school, sophomores in high school. Those are the ranges of kids I've watched. If all these kids who are D1 players, going D1, uh, could be D1, if they had been playing box the whole time, if they had, if box would be in their training regiment, if you knocked out one East Coast tournament, if you knocked out going out east in the fall, fall ball, preferably, I love fall ball. I love it. I love it because I had a small child, a small kid, and there weren't a lot of football players there, so you got to be seen a little bit better. But I don't know if fall ball is worth it against if you were in a box league in the Midwest playing the best Midwest teams and then making that your thing. Growing with from within. You know, you could all have your same programs. You could always, you could always have your Resolute. And I'm going to use Resolute as an example because I think they have the best box program in the Midwest. They might have the best box program in the country. Again, that's bold and hyperbole, but I'm standing by them. They're my pick. Juice Cherries has professional box players running their box program. We have the people. True has box programs. Uh, Team Illinois or East Avenue Lax in Illinois has box programs. G7, we have the box programs. We should just be playing with each other, beating each other up and getting better. And then you, you branch out and you see some other. But building from within. It needs cooperation amongst clubs. The only way clubs will cooperate with each other is if it's demanded by their customers. And by their customers, I mean their players. And by their players, I mean their parents, the ones who write the checks. So to my parents, if you're playing on a team, a program that doesn't offer you box, you need to ask yourself, why am I on that program? What do I want out of this? Again, not for everybody. Some kids just like to play lacrosse and have fun, and that's it. There's no aspirations to do anything. They're having fun. But when you get to the serious level, I'm talking now the serious levels. I'm talking, 
you know, kids who will play varsity level lacrosse in high school, college level lacrosse, be it whatever level. If you're playing college in lacrosse at any level, you're pretty darn good. This will only help you. So as those, as the customers to these travel teams, we should demand, why aren't we doing this? Now, again, you can disagree with me. That's fine. But I know that I know the people who are listening to this and who will listen to this and who will reach out to me, they, are, they will act on it because I know because this isn't out of the blue. I don't just pop something into my head and start talking about it. This is something that's been brought up to me over and over and over and over again. And I'm just a mouthpiece. Remember this. This is a platform. This one-man ride podcast. It's a platform for you to go through me so I can try to get it out in the ether. So this was one thing that was always brought up, was why aren't we playing box? Why aren't we playing box? Uh, so there's my, I guess it was a rant. I don't know if it even made sense. Um, it's just, I just find it so important. And again, it, it's like, so I watched it yesterday and the day before, so it's fresh in my mind, so I'm very hyped about it. I'll go and watch a, a field game and, to, and be so excited about that. So this is what, this is my mood right now. This was the drive home, sitting there thinking about it, going, like, I wanted to, I wanted to watch more box when I was in the car. I wanted to have kids playing. Like, I want it to happen now. I know it's a slow adjustment. I know, it's, I know teams are already doing it. I spoke to a program director yesterday who said it's starting, and I said that's a great move. That's a great move. I'm going to say by next year, if you're a travel program, you will have obviously a box program. I think it's I think it's it's I think it's too important, and I think parents are going to demand it. I I would, I'm 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 obviously advocating for parents to demand it. Um, I know it being taught the right way is is important. That's. So it's always buyer beware. You have to do your homework. Just because someone tells you they have the box program, best box program, doesn't mean it's the best box program. You need to check it out. You can't just, this is your hard-earned money. You need to check out where your hard-earned money is going. You need, you need your return on investment. Whatever that return on investment is to yourself, you need that return on investment. I was asked a question about, does this game help goalies? I don't know the answer to that. I know I asked, I've asked, I think five or six goalies over the last year or parents what they've thought about it for their children. And I've gotten mixed reactions. Some parents say, oh, their kids don't like it. Other parents have said, or player, I can speak of one Division One lacrosse goalie who said he enjoys box better. My only feeling is anything that gets a ball coming at you in a different angle so you could look at it different, differently, I would think would be better. I think it's a different, I mean, the way you're holding your stick, the way your arms move, the padding. I mean, there's so many differences that do I think you can get a bad habit? Maybe you can. Do I think it could hurt 
I really, I don't know. But again, I would love to hear from parents of box player goalies. I would love to hear their experiences. Uh, I would like to hear from parents or players about their experiences with box in the Midwest. Do you agree with me? Do you disagree with me? I don't mind discussion. I don't mind opinions. Everyone's got an opinion. Mine just happens to be right all the time. Of course, I'm kidding, but uh, I like to have opinions. I like discussion. I think anyone who's willing to have a discussion about anything means they're passionate about it. And if we're passionate about it, this is growth. I am passionate about the sport of lacrosse, obviously. I love when people are as passionate. When I meet people at tournaments, they are passionate. They are passionate about their child playing. They are passionate about the sport. They're all about wanting to help it grow, and that's what I'm about. I'm not here to bash anybody. I'm not here to badmouth any clubs. I'm not here to badmouth any teams. I'm here to try to raise this up and lift it up. And any way I could do that, I will do. I have teams asking me, could I promote this? Sure. Could you talk about my my son, who's a player? Sure. Could you put my video up? Sure. It doesn't hurt. It only helps. It only helps. So I hope that came through in a way that wasn't babbling, because sometimes I can babble. Uh, Sometimes I can ramble on. It's a little weird when you sit alone in a room and just talk, and you're not, I'm not having a conversation with anyone. I'm having a conversation with myself. So you get lost a little bit. Um, but I hope this was what people thought it would be. I can't wait for the spring high school season to start. Being at that box tournament yesterday just got me more fired up. Being at the box tournament in two weeks at Resolute is going to get me more fired up. Practices are starting. Conditioning is starting throughout the Midwest. I'm getting schedules ready. I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to drive. I'm excited about the season. I'm really excited about the season. I hope everyone who's listening is excited about the season. Because it's going to be us who are excited that will help raise the game. So if you want to contact me, you can contact me uh, at mward at laxrecords.com. That is my email. I'm also on Twitter at MFWCHI or at One Man Ride. Those are my two Twitter accounts. I engage with everybody. Last night, after I made some tweets that were uh, challenging, I guess, I, I, um, harsh statements, I got pushback. Don't mind the pushback. I was texting or, or DMing. I, I guess it is. I was DMing with coaches, parents, all night till around eleven o'clock, um, which I thought was great. I thought it was. I was having a. Bl- I'm sitting there watching the football games, and, and and the whole time I had the phone in my hand and I was just replying to messages. Not only that, there was a, th- a Twitter thread that I was replying to. This is what I love doing. And obviously the people who were doing the other side also love doing it. So we're, we're a small group, but again, I am going to answer. I'm going to talk. I'm going to give you any advice you want. 
I'm going to tell you when I don't know. I'm going to refer you to people. I'm going to. So again, if you want to contact me, you have my contact information. If you see me at a tournament, please come up and say hi. Please. I love to see it. I love to meet people who are passionate about it and who are taking the time out of their day to listen to me talk. That's so humbling that someone would take a time out to listen to me and then say, I really enjoyed your show. So I love to meet the people. I love to meet their kids. I, I met a bunch of kids this weekend, you know. This is this is my son. He's I loved it. I love it. I, I, I want them all to do well. So that's just just perfect for me. So again, box lacrosse should be the future of Midwest lacrosse. Take it or leave it. Well, that's going to be it for this week. I want to thank you for joining me on my one-man ride. And I'll leave you with a little something to uh, the little rush to leave you out there. Until next week.